0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: Inside and outside of the NFL, people are upset with the Washington Commanders' What else is new in a brand new mock draft Monday? That's new post post free agency frenzy mock draft on this edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast.
2: You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome, to Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast network your team every day we are your daily podcast covering the washington commanders free and available on all platforms and we thank you for making us your first listen of the day or your first view of the day if you are joining us over on youtube i am david harrison covering the commanders for sports illustrated's fan nation and my co-host chris russell the rooster one half of the russell and met her show on the team 980 find chris and pete there monday through friday from 3 to 7 p.m eastern or anytime along with this podcast on the odyssey app when we're not there or here, we are on Twitter at D Harrison82, at WrestleMania621, and at LO Commanders. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Chris, new name, same problems, only this time a major sponsor isn't threatening to drop the Commanders. They have actually dropped the Commanders, and Anheuser-Busch walking away from the drama and the congressional battling going on around this franchise?
1: Yeah, so this came out on Friday night, David. Anheuser-Busch, for those that are somehow unaware, Budweiser, Bud Light, many other brands, right? It's not just Budweiser and not just Bud Light, many other brands surrounding the or under the Anheuser-Busch umbrella. So right. what what we've learned about this so far is that they definitely have dropped the sponsorship. The team has acknowledged that, The team looks at this as not a punishment or not a loss as a win, as an opportunity, as they said in a statement issued to many in the media on Friday night, an opportunity to pursue a new and exciting partnership or whatever they said. I I think that's all BS, quite honestly, (laughs) if if I'm just going to shoot straight with you from the hip, which this audience deserves. I -hmm. think that's all BS. I think everybody else thinks that's BS. I think everybody thinks Anheuser-Busch dropped the Washington commanders because they didn't want to be associated with the stench of Dan Snyder and the Washington commanders. Now, Uh for Anheuser-Busch's role in this, they refuse to acknowledge the reason why they did make this decision. They have acknowledged that they did make the decision. They didn't say that the term was up, the contract was up. We don't know if the exact parameters, but they have acknowledged that they did indeed make this decision, but not the reasoning why. So I ask you, hmm. why do you believe they did this?
0: Yeah, it's, it's the drama around the team and, and they don't want to be associated by it. They don't want to put the Washington's uh, logos, the branding, you know, but our Anheuser-Busch through, through Bud Light and all their other brands, they do a lot of marketing with the national football yeah. league. I mean, I've got, uh, if you can see my locked on, uh, a I know it's a little bit dark in my background, but I've got a locked on knit cap back there. And you know, what's holding it up is a Bud Light bottle that Bud Light sent me last season. Now that one has a Buccaneers logo. And actually when this news broke, Chris, I kind of thought back to that whole situation. So anheuser Bush, their PR department, they they emailed me. They said, Hey, you know, I don't, I don't know if they call it like influencers or whatever, but like, you know, you're in the media, you got a podcast, people know who you are. Da da da. So we would like to send you, we call it a sample, right? We like to yep. send you a sample. And in exchange, like hopefully you put it up on social media or whatever else. So that's what I did. It's a very common practice, right? So I get the Buccaneers Bud Light aluminum bottle and I take a picture of it on Twitter. And I go shout out to Bud Light uh, for hooking it up. Bucks fans, you can find these in your Publix and and all this other stuff coming out. And it's great branding. It's a great partnership between the NFL and between Bud Light and and everybody uh, feels good about it. And when I got approached by them, I said, hey absolutely happy to work with you by the way. Yep. There you go, Chris. There's a Bud Light, the district branding product that they sent out at one point in time. Again, this is common practice. Isn't anything new. Um, when they emailed me about the buck stuff, I said, Hey, by the way, I'm actually in the Virginia market. I now cover the Washington football team at the time. That's what their name was uh, as well. If you would like to set something up for that as well, please Mm -hmm. let me know. They said, Oh, thanks. We'll definitely keep that under consideration. So I was like, okay, that's a no, which is fine. But then I started paying attention. I'm like, you know what? Guess who else didn't do any any publication work with them? Pretty much anybody covering that beat that year at that time. So here's the thing. This relationship, like, Anheuser-Busch probably made this decision a while ago. Mm -hmm. It's just now coming to fruition. And they still sponsor 26 other National Football Mm -hmm. League franchises. I guarantee you they still have a national sponsorship deal with the NFL as a whole. This is not a football decision. This is a unique decision. I respect the team or the organization, the franchise, uh, Anheuser-Busch, the, the company, for not coming out and saying exactly why. they're in And that's their right. So I get why they would do that, too. Because, again, this move, in my opinion, is to stay out of all of that mess. Well, when you make a statement saying we separated from Washington because of that mess, you're now putting yourself in that mess. So if, yeah. if the intention is to stay out of the mess, you just don't mention the mess. At all, I completely get it. And, and again, I mean, you're going to talk a little bit here about some, I, I don't want to call them lower level, maybe mid-level sponsors, uh, but like Nike and FedEx, right? Leading up to the name change, right. threatened to pull out this time. And those are your major sponsors, right? This time, a major sponsor actually pulls out. I'm interested. I don't know that it's going to be enough to like tip the scales or really put any pressure on this whole Dan Snyder situation, but I'm interested to see if maybe the two previous ones and this one, maybe it starts trickle effect and look. Whoa. Once you start impacting the pockets of these dudes, things, right. things start to make to make sense.
1: Yeah, no, sorry to jump in. What will be interesting is if somebody can actually crack the code, right, and no. get somebody from Anheuser-Busch to actually say, yeah, we dropped them because okay. we don't want any part of Dan Snyder. And and that might tip the scales to some of those corporate behemoths. And make no mistake about it, Anheuser-Busch is a corporate behemoth. This is a big step, but you're right. Anheuser-Busch is kind of laying in the weeds right here yeah. until they come out, purely guns a-blazing, it might not tip the other scales like you're talking about. But we found out during the name change back in 2020, it doesn't take long sometimes, David, for one domino to trigger another domino to trigger another domino. not saying it's going to happen, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't always take long or it it, 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 it doesn't just mean that this is an individual decision that has no impact on others. Now, you mentioned a couple of other sponsors, Medliminal. Uh, was a sponsor of the organization, a Manassas, Virginia-based company, I think medical billing and all that stuff. Uh, Joe Theismann was their spokesman. They dropped the Washington Commanders earlier this year. And then Inova, Inova had a wide-ranging corporate sponsorship. Now, the team facility is still named for now, as of today, the Inova Sports Performance Center. I can guarantee you it is still named that. I was just there on Thursday. Mm -hmm. That being said, they did drop the medical partnership, meaning Dr. Right. Robin West, who actually did a lot of the surgical work on Alex Smith. That part of, of the, the partnership ended. And, and, and again, we never really got clarity on that. So is that really dropping a sponsorship? I, I mean, it's kind of 50 50, I guess, because their name is still on the team facility. So, you know, you want to say two and a half companies two and a half brands have dropped the whatever it is, David, it doesn't matter what the actual number is. What matters is teams. And I, I should say what matters is a lot of people and corporations because of the bad publicity do not want to be associated more specifically with Dan Snyder than the Washington commanders. And that could trigger a lot of things down the line here. And we should all keep that in mind.
0: Absolutely, yeah. But Washington isn't just turning off sponsors these days. Uh, at least one opposing general manager also unhappy with the commanders. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. But first, had got a question. Have you guys tried Built Puffs from Built.com, the Built Bar Company, the best protein bar you will ever taste, protein bar that tastes like a candy bar? The Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow, which is interesting because they're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just protein bar, they're a treat, and they're 100% covered in real chocolate with some amazing flavors like churro coconut marshmallow banana cream pie built puffs could be your favorite new treat all built bars are covered in 100 real chocolate including the puffs and they're low calorie high protein you can replace your candy bar with them because your average built uh, protein bar is going to have about 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs and 17 grams of protein while a candy bar is about 240 calories 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs at built bar. They're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious. Then they figure out how to make it healthy and they make it work. So go to built.com, use the promo code lock 15. You'll get 15% off your next order. Maybe a mixed box of built puffs. Get a little bit of a lot of flavors. Again, use that promo code lock 15, 15% off at built.com.
1: All right. Thanks again for uh, watching the commander's fans for making us your first listen and watch. If you're watching us on YouTube of the day, now make sure you're following a locked on NFL locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the national football league every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast along with David Harrison at D Harrison 82. Make sure you check out David's work on SI.com Fan nation. I'm Chris Russell, uh, And we are with you, of course. Check out LO Commanders on Twitter, at LO Commanders on Twitter, where you can get the podcast and news and information, as well at D Harrison 82 at Wrestlemania621. So, David, also on Friday afternoon, uh, as I'm trying to watch the NCAA tournament, right, not – and quite honestly, I'm allowed not to think about the Commanders for a minute, an hour, five minutes, whatever – Ba boom, Twitter starts blowing up. Uh, I think it was Ben Standing that found the video. Brandon Bean, the general manager of the Buffalo Bills, just taken an absolute hammer to the Washington Commanders organization. He did not specifically mention Ron Rivera by name. However, he was very, very, very unhappy with how the Commanders handled the JD McKissick situation, so much so that he said, hey, look, the agent here, who a lot of fans are blaming. The agent in Bean's mind did everything right. He told the commanders it was over. He told the commanders McKissick had agreed to terms. That's how you're supposed to do it. That is the general rule of thumb, all of that stuff, as far as I know. But ultimately until a player signs on the dotted line, he is still a free agent in this particular case. And that's exactly what happened with JD McKissick. So long story short, before I ask you about the long-term effect, is this a big deal in your mind, considering that another agent, I should say an agent earlier last week, went after the Washington Commanders organization for, on behalf of Matt Ioannidis, very upset about what Rob Rogers and the team told him at the Combine. Is this no. a big deal or no real big deal in your mind?
0: No, it's a big deal. Um, th- this is a very small uh organization and i'm talking about the nfl right like the nfl might seem like it's got a whole lot of people but when you really break down the amount of people that are working within nfl offices and, and mm-hmm. franchises and and all these things it's a very small population uh, of people so when you go out there and you start doing a uh, uh, business not in good faith that's a very quick way to put yourself in a very bad spot and i mean look you know at the end of the day there's only 31 other NFL franchise, right? So if a team really needs to move a guy, like say you need to move a Carson Wentz, even if your reputation is bad or your reputation is that you don't really play by the rules and you're not really uh, kind of an of a honor among thieves type of type of person, I'm not going to say they're just going to completely cut you off, but there, there will. You know, you continuously do these kinds of things. There's going to come a position or, or a time where it's going to bite you in the butt, and it may not be 2022, but it could be 2023, 2024. Uh, it could have been Chris 2022 I mean Russell Wilson you know refused to to waive his no trade clause for a reason I'm not saying that's the exact reason but again usually when these types of things happen it's not the first time you've done it it's just the first time you've been called out for it right and that's that's kind of the that's kind of the the trend that tends to happen what really concerns me less or so with matt Ioannidis. so the thing with matt Ioannidis and his agent is I I completely get. Uh, where the agent is coming from, you know, they go to the scouting combine for those who aren't aware of the story. They go to the combine, Uh, Matt's people meet with Washington's people. Mm -hmm. They say, Hey, what's your plan for our guy in the future? They say, no, he's a plan for our future. We don't plan on releasing him or moving him. Good to go. You have nothing to worry about. Look, things change sometimes. Now I don't think agents come out the way they did. If Washington's like, Hey, we just spent a lot more money in this trade than we expected to. We're probably going to have to look at Matt again and make a decision moving forward. We'll let you know, keep you in the loop. His agents don't come out like that. Now, what probably happened is the last thing we were told is he's good. These other things happen; they change their mind, and we find out they change their mind when we get the notification our client's right. been released. That's bad business. This right. whole thing with Brandon Bean—what really bothers me about this, Chris—I think what's really going to kind of perk people's ears around the league is they're friends. Yeah. Like they've got a relationship. Like Ron Rivera and Brandon Bean worked together in Carolina, put mm-hmm. together a championship-contending roster and a team. Like, they, like. There's pictures of them taking walks on a Sunday afternoon in the off season they got, like these are friends. If you're going to do this to your friend in the National Football League, what who knows what you're going to do uh to 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 your enemy. So again, it's not an official rule. Like they didn't break any official rule. They broke an unwritten rule, which is how I wrote it up for SI.com. And to a lot of people they're going to be like, hey, all's fair in love and war. That's true, but guess what? All's fair in love and war when it comes back to you. So when you miss out on a on a free agent because they don't trust you or the agent doesn't trust you, when you miss out on a trade because a GM or the front office refuses to deal with you, that also is fair. So just remember what goes around, comes around all the cliches, the karma and all the other stuff. And let's be honest, Washington doesn't have a whole lot of karma to spend in the first place. So building up more negative karma just just doesn't really sit right with what's happening around the team.
1: All right, so there's a lot to unpack there, and I think yeah. that's well said on your behalf. First of all, we should acknowledge that reportedly Ionitis is heading to the Carolina Panthers, right. which was Ron and Bean's old team, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if an air—I said this on Twitter uh, on Friday. If the, if an airline just wanted to pop on the scene and service Charlotte International, Dallas International, and Buffalo and Niagara International Airport, they could make a lot of money just between no. those three stops if yeah. they just only service those three spots. So, good luck to Matt United. He's a good dude, good draft pick, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. I hope it works out for him. Number two, I didn't have a major problem with how they apparently handled the IONIDA situation mm-hmm. from a, like things do change standpoint. Right. However, and you can't always communicate everything. Right. However, I do think it would have been nice of them, right of them to call the agent and say, look, things have changed, yep. you know, whatever. Okay. So moving beyond that, the one that I have the major problem with is being, and, and again, I've been getting yelled at all weekend by fans. Uh, You can tweet me at Wrestlemania621, you know, and and yell at me that way. Uh, David, I I would say this. They're right, and people are right that a free agent is a free agent again until he signs his name on the dotted line. So, therefore, J.D. McKissick changed his mind. Listen, that's on him. But what Brandon Bean's point was is that Ron Rivera and the Washington commanders, Marty Herney, who Bean used to work with and for as the former general – that they should have, they mm-hmm. should have cut off communication to Jamie yep. Vickissick, that they should have cut off, hey, we'll match, we'll, we'll, we'll give you the same, co-. they should have done that out of respect, not only because what the agent was telling them, but because, hey, you know what, you're trying to screw with us, and we've been nothing but good to you. Now, you mentioned friends, okay? I've reported this. I mentioned this back when I was working for SI.com and I mentioned it on the radio and on this podcast and everywhere anybody will listen to me. Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott helped run Rivera out a lot lot oh. last year, in 2020, I should say. Right. In 2021, he had Herney and Marty Mayhew to kind of help shoulder the load and figure out the administrative stuff. The rules weren't evolving every day with COVID and so on and so forth. I mean, there was a lot of craziness, but they weren't evolving quite like they were in 2020 when Ron didn't have a GM, an assistant GM, a a president until Jason Wright was hired. Ron had nobody to really help him in his first year in Washington. You know who helped him? Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean. That's who helped him and Marty Herney. So that's why I think this particularly stings or stung Brandon Bean. And that doesn't make him right, but it makes him human. David, when somebody you trust, respect, you try and help, screws you over, or at least you view them as screwing you over, that absolutely can affect trust and friendship. And it does have a potential tangible impact, as you kind of alluded, where the organizations were kind of helping each other. Don't know if that ever happens again.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I, you know, uh, the further outside you are from something, especially as big as the NFL, the, the easier it is to kind of discount stuff and say, ah, it's no big deal. It's part of the game. And again, all's fair and love and war and all these things. Here's here's how I break it down to to just the everyday person. If you and your buddy are both shopping for used cars and you get you find this really awesome deal, you're like, bro, I found this car that's perfect. I love it. It's the perfect color. It's a great deal. Da, 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 da. I'm going down on Wednesday to buy that bad boy. And you find out that on Tuesday your buddy went down and bought the car before you get there. Would you be upset with him or would you go, Oh man, you got me. What a good, good play on your end guy. You really got me, dude. Let's go have a beer. No, you'd be pissed off as hell. At that guy. So look, that's, that's, that's essentially kind of a, that's the best way I can kind of compare this. So look, it's, it's like bad penalties, Chris, if the move helps your team, you're going to say, ah, it's just part of the game guys. It's, it's All no right. big deal. If it hurts your team, you're going to be upset about it. But if you're being real about it, it's dirty business. It's shady business. And again, you know, like, are the Buffalo Bills just never going to trade a player or a pick with the Washington Commanders ever again? I don't know that you go that far, but it it certainly could strain things moving forward.
1: Absolutely. Some of the trust, some of the bonds, some of the help, some of the internal help. Yeah. Oh could be certainly lost forever. We don't know exactly, but it could be. It could be, and that could have an impact, especially when you look at how successful the Buffalo Bills organization has become under Bean and McDermott's leadership. All right, coming up next here on the Locked On Commanders podcast, a new edition of Mock Draft Monday. David and I will pour over a big time mock draft. That is straight ahead if you stay with us. Guys, you might think trying to figure out Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders is madness. But if you're looking for that other kind of madness, you might find it, oh yes, with our friends at betonline.net. It is that time of the year. The college basketball tournament is down to just 16 teams, but you can get all the latest odds, contests, player props at betonline.net. They are the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and information. BetOnline remains the best spot for all the sports scores podcasts and news this season and it's not just about basketball guys no 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 you can get in on live betting you can get in on vegas casino games the nhl nba baseball's coming back all sorts of things head to the website today again betonline.net use your mo- or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at bet online where the game starts
0: Thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen or first watch of the day. If you're an NHL fan, the NHL trade deadline is on the way, and Locked On has over 20 NHL shows going live for you at 3 p.m. Eastern on Monday. Find your favorite NHL teams Locked On podcast on YouTube. One more segment here: Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On Commanders podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at Russellmania621. Find me at D Harrison82. Find the show. At Lo Commanders and Chris, today's mock draft is coming courtesy of PFF and writer Michael Renner. His top five in his latest uh, post-free agency frenzy, at least the first wave of free agency uh, friendly or frenzy. Surprisingly enough, Tyron Matthew still unsigned after the first wave of free agent uh, free agency. I know safety is kind of you know are one of those later positions that people tend to address, but still pretty surprised that he's still available. Looking at the top five here, Aiden Hutchinson. Moves up to the number one spot, the edge rusher out of Michigan, going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Detroit Lions at number two take Ika McQuanu, offensive tackle out of NC State. Evan Neal, the offensive tackle out of Alabama, is next going to Houston. Kayvon Thibodeau, edge rusher out of Oregon, goes to the New York Jets, and the New York Giants get Charles Cross, offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. So that's your top five uh, in Mr. Renner's newest mock draft. You go down to number 11, where the Washington Commanders sit. And they get a a name that is somewhat familiar, but we haven't heard it in a little bit. That's Notre Dame safety, Kyle Hamilton. A little bit of coverage, a little bit of boxability. Very big, but athletic. Some people call him a, uniform, a unicorn. In fact, I think Renner actually in his write-up called him a unicorn as well. Chris, the team's moving on from Landon Collins. You still have Cam Curl. They re-signed Bobby McCain. What do you think about adding young Mr. Hamilton to the mix at number 11?
1: All right, so a couple of things to unpack here. Rivera told Ben Standing of the Athletic, you know, in all likelihood, well, he didn't guarantee it, in all likelihood, the Carson Wentz trade precludes a quarterback at number 11, right? right? Which I think many of us figured out. So then you start looking, well, great draft for receivers. Maybe you go an offensive lineman. You mentioned a couple of guys that Renner has going in his top five. Clearly, some of those guys were not going to be available at number 11. But the yeah. one guy... The one guy, David, that honestly, like if you told me, even though he finished up the year injured and we didn't get to see him pop really in the back half of Notre Dame season, if you told me Kyle Hamilton would be available at number 11 and you already filled your quarterback spot, I think Ron Rivera, Marty Herney, whoever is going to be in Vegas for the draft, they would like take their, their draft card and they would like throw it To Roger Goodell, (laughs) uh, just to get it as fast there as they possibly could. Because Kyle Hamilton, in some people's view, in some people's view, is the best player in the draft. Now, that doesn't mean he is or he's going to be unbelievable on the next level. Of course, evaluations are wrong. And again, coming off of an injury-plagued year at Notre Dame. But this is a dude that can stop the run. This is a dude that can play single high center field. This is a guy, as I like to call him, I don't know if I'm the only one that calls him, you know, pencil eraser. This is a guy that is a space eraser, a space Mm -hmm. eater, which is something the Washington Commanders, Redskins, football team, whatever they've been called, has not had since Sean Taylor. And yep. we all know how, unfortunately, that ended and the struggles to find that since then. So I think if he's there somehow at number 11, which I do not believe he's going to be, yep. they would again throw their draft card up to Raj. Uh, at, in, where's the draft in Vegas, right? It's I think in Vegas, like yeah. I think they would, you know, find a... You know how at the Venetian they have like a uh, like a like a you know canoe that you can take yeah. a ride in, right? A gondola, right? they That's would find called. like a jet boat and just <laughs> zoom right to Roger Goodell so that they could get it there as fast as they could.
0: Now, look, if they're going to throw the card up there, let's have Carson Wentz throw the card and let's have Terry McLaurin get it for the league so we can see. Let's get a little let's get a sneak preview of how that connection is going to work out. Hopefully, um, it's not a, hopefully, it's not a bad throw. Hopefully, yeah, it's a good yeah. we're going to talk about that for the next five months yeah. until the season gets here. Listen, uh, I agree with everything you said. Kyle Hamilton, you know, I don't know that I would call him a unicorn in the sense that anytime you say unicorn, you go back to Kristaps Sporzingis. And anytime you say the word unicorn, you're expecting this like transcendent player to completely right. change the game. I don't think Kyle Hamilton is that, but what he is is he is a solution to a problem that Ron Rivera has been talking about, Chris, uh, since before I joined the, uh, this this uh, covering this team. And that is the ability to stick to your formation in motion. And that's that's something like everybody that plays Madden. Right. How do you pick man defense from zone defense? You put a guy in motion. If the defender follows a guy, they're in man. If he doesn't, they're in zone. Ron Rivera talked about this before. They want to have a defense formation that no matter what the offense does, you stay in your place. The play might shift in your mind, but your body is not giving anything away from that because that will help a quarterback who's slow to process, uh, will help you rather combat a quarterback that is slow to process. Kyle Hamilton is that kind of a guy. You put him on the field with a cam curl or the Bobby McCain, and you have some more versatility. Honestly, I like the cam curl, uh, uh, Kyle Hamilton combination really, really, because I think no matter what happens, your safeties can stay in place. You just change assignments. As long as you have two guys that have the IQ to be able to handle that. And Chris, you look at the division, and Ron talked about again, you have to you have to win your division before you start talking about winning Super Bowls, right? Well, the Washington Commanders, like it or not, they're behind two teams. They're behind the Dallas Cowboys, who really like to throw the ball and lean on Dak Prescott, and you're behind the Philadelphia Eagles, who really like to run the ball and live on Jalen Hurts' legs. So you gotta beat a team, you gotta leapfrog a team that likes to use their legs, and you gotta beat another team that likes to use their arm. How do you do that? Versatile safeties. Bobby McCain, not very valuable in helping you stop the Philadelphia Eagles. It just is what it is. Cam Curl, a little bit of a liability when it comes to stopping the Dallas Cowboys. Kyle Hamilton can play every single snap against both of those teams. That's why he makes a lot of sense in this in this position.
1: Yeah, you can play a Buffalo nickel package, and uh, you know, which is basically what they were doing with Landon Collins down the stretch. There's a lot of versatility there. Real quickly, Renner also adds that with the 47th pick, uh, Washington would take, uh, in his eyes, Kyler Gordon, a cornerback out of Washington. The need there is clear. It's a passing league, as you just illustrated, for most right. part, uh, and you always need help. Plus, Danny Johnson is still a free agent as we record this. So that is uh, important to note. And also, just another part of it, remember Washington making that trade, of course, with Indianapolis for Carson Wentz, surrendering the third round pick and switching second round picks. Desmond Ritter, the pick at Washington's original spot, number 42, the quarterback yeah. from. Cincinnati and Tariq Woolen, who ran like a 4-2-1 or whatever he ran from UTSA. Again, a corner at number 73. All right, more mock draft, more talk about the draft as free agency starts to simmer down, David. Uh, We will have that for you throughout the week. All right, guys, thanks for again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and watch. If you're listening uh, and watching on YouTube, we appreciate you now make your second listen. Watch the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy, former NFL corner, Eric Crocker, bring the NFL Draft to life each and every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast, We'll be back with another edition in a short time. Don't you go anywhere more on the Carson Wentz divide. We've got a lot coming on that. If you have a question or topic you wanna to get in and we have a couple of voicemails for you, but if you wanna hop in on the voicemail line to get in on the next episode, dial us up 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. Or you can do it with the email route that is locked on Commanders at gmail.com. For David Harrison, who's covering Washington Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Ned Her Show on the flagship station for the Washington Commanders. The T980 and the Odyssey app. Again, if you're out and about, please be safe. Don't drive like a maniac. Be kind to one another. Uh, one another. And thank you as always for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast.